Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good evening, Paige. Good evening. How was your day? Um, long and tiring. How was yours? About the same. All right. You should push your mic a little closer to you because I think I'm going to be louder than you and I don't want to edit it. Well, I don't edit it. You should all know that. I don't edit this. We um, don't edit. <laughs> we just show up as our true little selves. Okay. So this episode, we are talking about eating disorders and neurodiversity. So Paige, while you were researching, what'd you find out? Okay. So eating disorders um, are, well, first start off with definition. Eating disorders are any any of a range of psychological disorders characterized by abnormal or disturbed eating habits. Um, Some examples, there are tons of different other types though, just to let you know, but the most common and most well-known ones are anorexia, (laughs) bulimia, and binge eating. like I said, there's like others, but um, those are the most common that most people know of and think of when they think of an eating disorder. Um, there are, are lots of, I saw, found that there were lots of signs, um, both mental signs and like physical signs of eating disorder of someone having an eating eating disorder and we will put a link in the description box um if you want to read those some of those Um, also don't necessarily apply to apply to and and i feel like they also like i we should also say that um some don't i like some of them just seemed like they wouldn't apply like just because someone did have that wouldn't mean that they would necessarily have one like some people are just picky but I guess in moderation yes so um, so in general why might this happen nope you muted yourself somehow okay sorry here we Um, go at least you didn't curse up while you were on (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so why there are several reasons why a eating disorder might happen um genetics play a role because you know genetics play a role in everything um personality traits um i kind of giggled honestly i kind of giggled when i read that it's not something that should be giggled about though i just thought like saying like oh the reasoning is because of personality mm-hmm. but um one of some of them are neuroticism. I don't know what that means, though. Um, should have looked that up. I should have looked that up. But um, perfectionism and then impulsivity, which those two make sense. Um, but those three personality traits often link to a higher risk of someone developing a eating disorder. Um, I learned and then also on the website that I read, it said that culture, pulp culture had a very, could have a link to it because, you know, 
the at the on a magazine those mm-hmm. models people at least to adolescents they do but you know those models don't look like those either they use photoshop no woman no one is that skinny and healthy so you shouldn't just be looking at those people and being like oh i want to be as skinny as they are cuz they're not that skinny it's photoshopped um and if they are that skinny they're not healthy <laughs> they're not that healthy they're not healthy and they're that skinny but um and then in high school the last time i took a health class which was 10 years ago so this might be different information now but when i was in high school and was learning about eating disorders because it was a huge topic when i was in high school um it can be a result of someone coping with lots of uncontrolled change in their life and one thing that you can control is your weight and how much food you put inside your body yep or lack thereof so um and then that's definitely true when I was even longer ago than when you were in high school but when I was in college I had a group of residents that lived in my dorm I was an RA who um like socially they had like a group of girls who were all had the same eating disorder and they were almost like one one upping each other as for like oh. how little they could eat it was a serious problem i actually had to have um, like the school nurse come talk to all the residents on my floor <laughs> i know in middle school for whatever reason it was like this big fad for girls in my grade to not eat lunch it was like a big cool thing and everyone and everyone like all of the other girls would judge me it was like why are you eating lunch You're like i'm hungry i'm gonna eat food <laughs> You can collapse in PE. I'm not going to. Um, thank you but, for um, eating your lunch. Awesome. So I was, I was starving by the time I got there. But um, and then more studies have to be done about this. But I read that some experts are thinking that levels of serotonin and dopamine might also be a could also have an impact on the development of an eating disorder, but they are not really sure they have to do more studies, but that would make sense. Um, right. So in our research, we really found some different things as to like causes specific to ADHD or eating disorders that were more common with ADHD, as opposed to, um, people who had ASD. So tell us about, um, about why it might be in somebody with ADHD. Okay. So um, people with ADHD are put at a higher risk for having binge eating disorder or BED as we're just going to say, or bulimia. Um, Impulsivity and inattention might be related to those disorders so like I said before people think or experts think that impulsivity is something that can cause or is a contributing factor to someone developing an eating disorder so if you have ADHD you're very impulsive and you're a perfectionist most likely so and you have attention issues kind of and you have attention Mm. issues yeah so (laughs) it's not really in your favor it's not really a fair fair playing ground but um 
And then so binge eating disorder is, is yeah. so binge eating disorder is someone who eats a large amount of food in a very short period of time. It's not usually the most nutritious food. So you're not binge eating like raspberries. I mean, you <laughs> could be, but you're probably not. You're probably binge eating like Kit Kats or or um, Skittles. But and then usually they will then feel bad about like guilty or disgusted or distressed about the binge eating that they're doing but uh, when someone's in a binge eating like episode i guess they can't control like they can't stop it they can't stop it's the impulsivity they can't stop eating (laughs) the impulsivity exactly um and then it's different for um bulimia though so when you're bulimic you throw like there there is binge eating in bulimia but you then throw it up afterwards and when you're binge eating you don't throw it you just binge you don't purge or anything you just keep it's often done like in secret yeah 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 you're eating in secret so you're like hiding the food yeah um and then in a study in 2014, 26% of children who had ADHD also experienced binge eating compared to the 2% of children who didn't have ADHD. Um, so I just want to say, the, like, I'm going to put links to all the studies 26. that I mentioned in the, okay. in the description box. 20, 26%. 26%. I like how it says children too. So children. So children under the age of what, 12? I, I don't know what their definition of children was for the study. So I'd have to go back and read the study again, but I will include a link. But and then, still, um, we're not talking about adults here. So yeah, it's children, <laughs> children. So um, little brains that haven't been developed all the way. Right. Um, um, and then, but there's a whole grown- growing body of research that associates ADHD, obesity, and binge eating. So, um, I'm sure it's. I would. My guess is. I don't know this for a fact. My guess is it's probably an even higher percentage for adults, because I coach about. I coach people about eating, and eating disorders and impulsivity, like once a week almost. Oh my. Yeah. And then um, there was another study in, done in 2017. Um, the study was 27% of people with binge eating disorder had a high enough score on an, on an ADHD screening test to suggest that they had ADHD. So not to say that if you have a binge eating disorder that you're automatically have ADHD the two aren't mutually exclusive it's just there is or yeah but that's interesting um and then many people think that anorexia uh, think of anorexia when they think of an eating disorder um anorexia is the intense fear of gaining weight so they are repeatedly gaining, like weighing themselves. These are the people who don't necessarily eat food, or if they do eat, it's very, very little. It's very it's measured, right? Speci- it's like yeah, I it's very specific food. 
Mm-hmm. And then there's two different types, subtypes of anorexia. There's that anorexia. And then there's purging and binging anorexia. So those are like the people, stereotypical, I feel like, anorexia where you eat and then you go throw it up later. Right. Um, That's what fact, people really think of usually as bulimia, right? You eat and then you throw up. But well, this yeah. is, but this this version of anorexia would be like, I still measure out my very specific food and I still purge, right? Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at the ndtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the neurodiverse toolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox. 